Welcome to the Average Sports Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Wilson. This is our most recent episode from our YouTube live series. We're live on YouTube every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Like and subscribe on YouTube at Average Sports Nerds for more content. What's going on, Nerd Nation? It's your boy, Chris. We're back here on another Sunday live episode. It's our 12th live episode. I'm joined, as always, by my guy, Miles Davis. What's going on, man? Yo, what's up, Chris? Hey, glad to be back for another episode. So, yeah, let's get into this, like always. Definitely, definitely. And we got a lot to get into today. Uh, just want to update with the quick, real quick what we're doing here. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. We're at AVG Sports Nerds on those platforms. And then if you just search us on YouTube, Average Sports Nerds, you can find us there. Putting up content all the time. We're starting to make videos actually for the YouTube. Uh, Miles does a great job making TikTok videos. He put up a good one um, about the top scorer in the NBA right now. Don't think we're going to have time to get to it, but we're definitely going to have that debate next week. So stick, stay tuned for that. And that should be a good one. That should be a good little debate. Yeah. And, you know, just a little insight into our lives real quick. You know, we we were actually having this debate, you know, with some other people a few days back and it, it got really intense. So we figured we would have it on the podcast for sure. But yeah, as far as this episode goes, uh, NBA season is going to be starting here on Tuesday. Opening night seems like the last season just ended, but here we are again. We're going to cover all that in the second half of this live episode. But first, we're going to start in the NFL. It's week six. We just came off a bunch of crazy games. I didn't get to watch some of them the second half of the one o'clock, but we're going to go through it all right now, starting with our 301 league, where we've been giving updates every week. I can start with my team here. Looks like yeah, I'm not even going to say it looks like we, we got the win this week, 141 to 108. I still have Derrick Henry, Henry left to play. Um, the guy I'm playing, completely done. So, yeah, in that league, right now, I, I'm looking. That looks like by far the most points at this point. So, hey, my team's going to five and one. Feeling Your team good. is falling, man. Your team is falling. Sheesh. What about you, man? How, how are you doing? Yeah, for me, guys, it's not going as well. Uh, I'm sitting at two and three right now in eighth place. And this week is not looking good unless I can get a huge performance out of Emmanuel Sanders. Um, he, he had a great week last week. I, I don't know if he's due for another one, but we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping it's not completely impossible for me to get this win. I mean, for, for me to lose this. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and just so that, so that people know, it's 115 to 95 right now. So Miles would need 20 points out of Emmanuel Sanders. Like it's doable. You said, it's doable. Definitely doable. Uh, I'll be rooting not for like, it because why not? <laughs> I need it, man. <laughs> yeah, he's been good too, man. He's 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 been good. So we'll see. Uh, as far as Alex goes, his team right now, uh, he took the loss, only put up 80.7 points right now. The other guy he's playing only has 90 with Deontay Johnson left. So Winnable matchup there for him, but tough week. His team just didn't put up the points, dropping down to two and four. So rough, but hey, it's we got an extra week this year. You know, even if you lose this week as well, you guys can definitely get back in there. And oh, yeah, just, just for, for the show, you know, I'll be rooting for you guys 100%. Yeah, it, it was a little bit unfortunate for me. I saw Nick Chubb was uh, ruled out pretty late in the week, and that was just a that was a downer for me, but next week, hopefully he'll be back and hopefully I can bounce back next week. Yeah, definitely. That, that hurt. And I seen Kareem Hunt went down, but we might actually talk about that later. We'll see, we'll see what we get to here, but we can move on. Just talk about some of the top performers on the day, starting at the quarterback position. Like we always do Dak Prescott. Uh, he did, a lot of this work at the end of the game and then into overtime, 
36 for 51, 445 yards, three touchdowns and interception in their 35-29 overtime win over the Patriots. We'll talk about that game a little later. So I'm just going to skip to number two for right now. Kurt Cousins, uh, shocker right there for me at least, 33 for 48, 373 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, in yeah, they won their game. Sorry, 34 to 28 over the Panthers. Also, an I had Kirk Cousins on my bench in one of my leagues. Ah, when I saw him put up a great performance like that. I was like, ah, but I never could have known. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And he added to it with that overtime touchdown, right? So, I mean, same with Dak Prescott, neither of them would have been in this top three without that overtime. So, right, good for them, good weeks. Hopefully, Kirk Cousins can keep doing it for anybody that has Vikings players. But moving on to number three, this guy is becoming a regular in here. Kyler Murray, 20 for 30, 229 yards, four touchdowns, uh, seven carries for six yards. I thought that was kind of weird. They kept him in check on the ground. But 37-14 win over the Browns. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. I got a lot to say about the Cardinals. Kyler Murray making a run for that MVP. Definitely. I definitely think he, he's got to be the MVP so far through six games. But, yeah, I mean, we can move on to the running back position, starting with Jonathan Taylor. He was the number one running back, at least so far. Still got a couple games left, but 14 carries for 145 yards, two touchdowns, uh, added a catch for 13 yards, too, in their 31-3 win over the Texans. Obviously, the Texans are a bad team, but very efficient. Yeah, that's a huge game. Wow. Yeah, it's good just for him and, you know, especially people that have him in fantasy. Hasn't been the greatest season so far for him, but these last two weeks, he looks to be turning it up. 100%. Number two, actually happened on Thursday night, Leonard Fournette for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 22 carries for 81 yards, two touchdowns, even had six catches for 46 yards through the air in the 28-22 win over the Eagles. I know you have him because I do. I, I remember I was, that I was extre- Yeah, I was extremely pleased to see he did that well. Um, I, I didn't have full belief in my team this week, but he kind of like like, re-give, like rejuvenated me a little bit with that performance. So, yeah, I was, I was happy to see that. And when I drafted him, I, he was kind of like on the edge him maybe splitting carries. So it's good to see him with that kind of production. Yeah, because I, if I remember correctly, I think Alex even asked you, like, what was your deciding factor picking between right. him and Ronald Jones? And now, you know, six weeks later, that looks like just a dumb question. Like, of course, you take <laughs> Leonard Fournette now. It was, it was a good bet. Yeah, it worked out for me. Definitely. Love to see it. But, yeah, number three. Dalvin Cook, 29 carries for 140 yards and a touchdown. Uh, only two catches for three yards, so all of his damage pretty much on the ground. But, yeah, good game for Dalvin Cook. Yeah. And also just good because he was bouncing back from that injury. Last couple weeks were kind of down for him. So, yeah. 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 Sorry if we're going through these a little fast tonight. Like I said, we got – we got these NBA stuff to get to. We want to preview the whole season. So we're jumping right to the receivers now. Number one on the week to go along with this quarterback was CeeDee Lamb, nine catches for 149 yards and two touchdowns in their win over the Patriots. He was great. Caught the game-winning touchdown in overtime. And I know you have CeeDee Lamb on your team too, don't you? Yeah, that really did it for me. That really just put it way over the top. And yeah, he like their offense is just spectacular. Like whenever they need to score, I feel like they can do it. Um, yeah. We'll talk about them in a little bit after. I think, yeah, that is one of the games that we'll focus on this week. So I'll save my analysis, but it's not, it's not good for us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, number two on the week, Cooper Cup, nine catches, 130 yards, two touchdowns, and a 38 to 11 win over the Giants. Just rolling along. He's been awesome this year. Yeah, he's killing it, man. He's got to be at least the number one or number two receiver in the NFL right now based on his yards and probably touchdowns too because it seems like he's getting about two a game. So 
Yeah, definitely. Def- and it, definitely like, averaging over one a game probably for the season. Yeah, and probably over 100 yards a game. He's, yeah, he's, he's been he's a fantastic. Beast. And number three, um, a new name in the top three here, Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. Four catches for 101 yards, two touchdowns in their 37-14 loss to the Cardinals. Caught a Hail Mary at the end of the first half. Uh, kind of crazy play, but he looked good out there today. So, Yeah, shout out to him because this might be the last time we ever see him in the top three uh, so far <laughs> through the fantasy rankings. So, yeah, good for him. Definitely, definitely. And I just wanted to say it's kind of weird with, like, Odell Beckham. He has, hasn't really been doing much since he got back out there. Um, just, I don't know, man. It might, yeah, it might, he it, might be washed. It's a little suspect that, I mean, he had a decent game this week. But I'm like, is I feel like Baker's just not throwing him the ball that much. Because we 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 seen what Eli could do with him. Eli wasn't anything super special. But, I mean, when he was on the Giants, he was amazing. And I just feel like he didn't get that much worse, you know? Like, he's still kind of in the prime of his career. So, I, I feel like it could be something a little, little bit deeper than his actual, like, performance, maybe. I, I could buy that for sure. I mean, Baker wasn't very good in this game, for sure. Yeah. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. I support Odell Beckham. He's a, <laughs> you he's always a, he's have. A yeah, he's a baller, man. You always have. But, yeah, I mean, from there we can go to the tight end position. Uh, number one on the week so far, Noah Fant, nine catches for 97 yards and a touchdown, and they're 34-24 to 24 loss to the Raiders today. Um, I don't know, really know what to say about Fant. <laughs> He's, I feel like he's just a guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have too many comments on him either, to be honest with you. But, hey, he's number one tight end. So, shout out to him, or at least for this week. Definitely. Definitely. Number two actually came from London early in the morning today. Mike Gesicki, eight catches for 115 yards in a 23-20 to 20 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out to them. They should just be the London Jaguars. They play there every year. Got their first win over there, so good for them. Yeah, and just a little side story on him. I had a friend offer me a trade for this guy, and I just told my friend I didn't know who he was. So now I've been seeing him do play pretty well the last two weeks, and it's kind of been hurting a little bit because I am just struggling mightily at the tight end position. So I'm a little hurt by that performance. Yeah, definitely. I mean, personally, I don't know if it was – it's going to last for him. It, he just seems like, like kind of like Noah fan. Like he's just another guy yeah. out there. Like not really. A but man, it's, maker. it's hard to find a good tight end, man. Cause it's like, you swear like they'd be good for, for like two weeks. And then next week it's just like, did they even play? And then it's like, yeah, they were on every snap. <laughs> it's, it's hard, man. Yeah. The tight end. Yeah. It's the most inconsistent position for sure. Like if you don't have Travis Kelsey or like Darren right. Waller or one of these guys, you could it could go really bad <laughs> yeah but yeah number three I feel like this guy is a pretty solid tight end Mark Andrews five catches 68 yards and a touchdown in a 30 34 to 6 win over the Chargers um that's actually the first game we got on you know our breakdown so we might as well just jump right into that one the Ravens smashed the Chargers in this one um, it was supposed to be a good game coming in, both teams four and one. But yeah, 34 to six, like I said, Mark Andrews did his thing. Lamar Jackson was only 19 for 27 for 167 yards, one touchdown. He did throw two interceptions, added 51 rushing yards, though. We, you know, we expect that from him. But the Ravens in this game, this is the real point, really, the big emphasis of the game to me was. They outrushed the Chargers 187 to 26. Uh, just way more physical. And yeah, I mean, did you have any thoughts on this one? Yeah, honestly, I, w- I was just surprised at the uh, final score. I thought the Chargers would definitely put up a, uh, a bigger fight than this. I mean, they've been playing well the last three, four weeks. And um, uh, uh, Herbert, he's, he's been on fire. So didn't really expect this. I mean, they both threw for under 200 yards. Wouldn't expect that from either one of them, but. Yeah, the Ravens are their thing, and Lamar Jackson keeps finding a way to win games. Yeah, and definitely. the defense. Obviously, I'm not gonna like say it's all Lamar Jackson, but obviously, the defense is doing his thing too. Yeah, I was gonna say the defense definitely stepped up too, with Justin Herbert only going 22 for 39, right. 
195 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And we've seen Justin Herbert the last few weeks. He's been looking really good. Uh, they've got some good wins, beat some good teams, but the Ravens look like a well-oiled machine today. Yeah. They're looking good. They're always that tough team in the AFC, man. They're, they're, they're consistent. Yeah. I, they just got a good organization. Yeah. Good coaching staff. They keep a team for sure. Wish wish we could do some some stuff yeah. like that, but got a player like Lamar Jackson. Hey, yeah. yeah. After the hey, everyone else had a chance. You know, they picked him oh, yeah. the last pick of the first round. Just yeah, just great insight by them for sure. But yeah, I mean, we can move off that one. Go to the Cardinals Browns. This was another game. It was supposed to be a pretty big game coming in. Didn't really live up. Uh, we mentioned it a little bit before, but the Cardinals won 37 to 14. Uh, they go up to six and zero. Kyler Murray, we talked about him already before touchdowns, 229 yards. Uh, Hopkins had a couple of touchdowns. Cardinals sacked Baker Mayfield five times. It was just a huge day for them. And I just wanted to ask you: Do you think right now the Cardinals are the best team in the NFL? I mean, they got to be. I mean, they're putting up big points every game, it seems like. And honestly, I didn't – I expected the Browns to give up a lot of points in this game. I knew they were definitely hindered uh, offensively today. Obviously, they didn't have Chubb. And then uh, Hunt went down. So, definitely not their best lineup out there. But I expected them to give up this many points. So, but to answer your question, I, I, I it's hard for me to not say that the Cardinals are the best. I mean, they're, they're winning. They, their quarterback is playing at an extremely high level. They got all pro receivers uh, in Hopkins. So, I mean, they're looking good, man. And their defense is serious, too. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I got to go with you right now. I mean, you can't argue with 6-0. and They beat good teams. They beat the Rams a few weeks back. This Browns team, even though this drops on a 3-3, and I, I think the Browns are a really good team. They're a good test for just about anyone. Yeah, and just like you said, the way Kyler Murray's playing, all the weapons they have on offense, the receivers, they got two solid backs. The defense, I don't think, is being talked up enough. Like 14 points to the Browns. Like I mentioned, five sacks. They were just after Baker Mayfield all day. He had three turnovers in the game. Um, yeah, I, I really do think right now this is the team to beat. But I still, you know, I don't know if I would pick them over the goat <laughs> he just no he just knows how to win football games man <laughs> exactly it doesn't matter how good the team is he can find a way to keep it close enough to put his team in a position to win at the end so yeah i, I feel you on that yeah and as far as the browns go like i was just gonna ask is there any worry here three and three um the ravens in their division up at five and one uh the Bengals also i think are five and one so and any you know, hesitation right now for the Browns. Yeah, uh, I think I thought a lot higher of them towards the beginning of the season, but now I'm just seeing their defense is just allowing too many points, and that they're going to be allowing 40 points. Like they, I think they allowed 47 points last week um, against the Chargers, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, 37 this week. So I mean, that this defense has got to figure out a way to get something done. Or yeah, I think I think they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, their offense, offense isn't all there. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, I mean, I kind of cut you off, but yeah, no, like I, I would agree with that too. And I think Baker Mayfield, I never really thought he was that like great. Like, I think he can get it done. I think he's a solid quarterback, but when they play against some of these teams that have great quarterbacks, I just, I don't know. I think it, the Browns are at a disadvantage there. Yeah, agreed. But, yeah, I mean, we can move off that game. Like I said, uh, the big games didn't really live up to the billing this week. But I did want to talk about this Cowboys-Patriots game because, you know, everybody always talks about the Cowboys. And it, this and was a they, great game. And, yeah, and I guess the Patriots. Yeah. Been Patriots always get talked about for as long as I've been alive. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, Bill Belichick, obviously they got the rookie Mac Jones. Yeah. I, I still think they're going to be a solid team in the future, just just not this year. Right. But they, they played solid in this game. 
Uh, I'll start with their side, I guess. Mac Jones, 15 for 21, 229 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he did have a couple turnovers, an interception, and a lost fumble. But I thought he played really well. I thought he made what could have been the game-winning touchdown on a 75-yard pass to Kendrick Bourne with about, I, I don't know, I want to say like a minute left in the game after he had just thrown a pick six that could have lost him the game. So I, right. I, I like how he came back from that. I, I think he's showing, you know, flashes that he can be a really good quarterback. Uh, he was helped out, too, by Damian Harris today, 18 carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown. But as far as the Patriots go, like, what do you see this season being for them the rest of the way? Because um, I still – I well, obviously without Tom Brady, and he was a huge part of that system, I kind of see them being an average team. Like you said, they, they can get it done just because of their DNA. They saw Bill Belichick. And like you said, Mac Jones is coming up as a good quarterback at Alabama. So – I think they're going to be about an average team. Maybe there's 17 games, so I guess not, maybe nine and eight at best, I would say. Um, but, yeah, yeah no, nothing, nothing nothing, beyond that. Yeah, and sorry to cut you off, but, uh, like, I was just going to say, like, they're already two and four. So, you know, nine and eight, they had to really start playing together. pretty well. Yeah. I was thinking this might be more of a, you know, maybe seven and ten. You know, e- easily could be easily could be easily because losing games like this in the clutch is it's gonna hurt yeah i mean i don't really think that's bad for a rookie quarterback you know starting yeah. the whole season so we'll see we'll see about them but on the other side of the ball it's, it's, doesn't make me very happy at all but the cowboys are still looking good Dak prescott was good, like we talked about, the number one fantasy quarterback right now. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 69 rushing yards, 50 receiving yards. You know, he went over 100. Talked about C.D. Lamb already as well with his great game. Then I would I even go to the defensive side of the ball, uh, the hometown kid, looking like he might be the, the better of the Diggs brothers, Trayvon Diggs. Another interception that uh, – I don't know what is this the sixth or his seventh? Probably sixth or seven, yeah. Yeah, in in only six games, I'm pretty sure he has an interception in every game. Uh, he took he took it back to the house. I thought he won the game, and then you know Mac Jones went right back, and Dak went right back again. But it was yeah. it was great. I like even though he plays for the Cowboys, you know, it's always good to see somebody from around here. You know, somebody that I used to watch do good. So. Defensive player of the year right now, I think he's got to be number one. Yeah. No, he's, he's got to be making a run at that. that. That's incredible. And just that play he had today, it, it, was, ama- it was an amazing play. So, yeah, I think he's definitely making a, a name for himself. Yeah, definitely. And just as far as the Cowboys go and, you know, our division in the NFC East, Cowboys are sitting good right now, five and one, I think. I might just switched. Hopefully people can still hear me. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Cowboys sitting at five and one. Um, Washington football team. We're two and four. We got the Giants at one and five. And then oh, the Eagles played Thursday. Sorry. The Eagles are also two and four. So Cowboys already up to a three game lead in the division. I think they're just going to run away with this thing. Yeah, I, I think so too. Not the other three teams, the Giants, uh, rest, or Washington team, and the Eagles, they just they're just not getting it done, and they're not winning the games. I, they they have a good chance of winning. So, yeah, the it looks like maybe maybe Cowboys going over twelve wins this season. It's looking like they're trending towards that. I guess us for the Washington football team, man. I, we might be looking at twelve losses. <laughs> yeah, something. Could be something like that very easily. I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit more optimistic. I'm gonna say maybe eight and eight. That's sad to say. That's being optimistic, but hey, hey, eight, eight and nine, eight and nine actually. All right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. At this point, I'd just be happy with some development. The defense, I thought, looked a, a little bit better today in the first half against the Chiefs. Um, just briefly talk about this one. 
Uh, we lost 31-13. We were up 13-10 to 10 at half. Um, I got a lot to say about that. The defense I thought was playing great in the first half. Patrick Mahomes had some pretty bad mistakes, honestly. Just, just really giving, like, you know, letting us hang around the game for sure when we didn't really deserve it. I didn't think we were playing all that well, even when we were winning. Um, we got so many opportunities. Just kept settling for field goals. Just it's, it's always something, you know, last week, offense looked great. Defense was terrible. That's how it's looked okay. most of the season. But today the defense looked pretty good. Then the offense looked terrible. So that's that's just, that's how it goes around here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's it's just the same story every week with them, man. And and honestly, I don't see them fixing this problem until they get a better quarterback. I just don't think Heineke yeah. is going to be able to get it done in the long term. To be honest with you, yeah, I, I I'm yeah. I'm still worried that he has to go through this whole season just. Hit him being the number one QB. That, that's just alarming to me. But hey. Yeah. I think they are saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick might be able to come back in a few weeks. So I mean, maybe that's we go back stuff. there, but it's 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 still not you know that great of an option, honestly. Yeah. I mean, a very old quarterback coming in off of a pretty bad injury in the, late in the season when teams were probably starting to start like really start rolling. I don't know. Yeah. Another lost season. But, yeah, we can stop talking about that terrible football team. Talk about some other terrible football teams. I mentioned earlier the Jaguars beat the Dolphins 23-20. to 20. Uh, Both those teams won in five. So, hey, good win for the Jags. Uh, the Packers beat the Bears 24-14. to 14. They go up to five and one. Looks like Aaron Rodgers and the boys starting to round into shape. Uh Excuse me if you could hear my dog barking in the background. I don't know. But, hey, we'll, we'll just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I can barely. Yeah. But uh, the Bengals beat the Lions today 34 to 11. The Lions not very good, but the Bengals might be something there, 5-1. and one. Definitely. They're, they're winning games. Yeah. Hey, that's all you can do is, you know, beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Yeah. Same with the Colts today. Beating the Texans 31 to 3. Uh, it's been a tough season for the Colts, but you know, maybe they can turn it around. Rams beat the Giants 38 to 11. Uh, that was expected. That's expected, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vikings mentioned this a couple times. Beat the Panthers 34 28 in overtime. And then the Raiders beat the Broncos 34 to 24. Just quickly, I think the Broncos were kind of. You know, inflated by their first three games. They played some really weak teams. The Raiders, I don't really think are that great. And they they handled the Broncos pretty easily. The score is closer than the game was. So just wanted to say I think the Broncos aren't very good. Yeah, and as far as the other games for this week, I uh, – so <laughs> – Got too much, got too many thoughts right now. But the Seahawks and the Steelers are playing right now on Sunday night football. Still nothing, nothing early in the or late in the first quarter there. And then the Bills Titans tomorrow on Monday night football. So that should be a good game, I think. Yeah, hopefully, man. Like I hopefully, said, yeah. these big games this week haven't really lived up. So right. man, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see a good one. The primetime games have been very good though this year. But, yeah, I mean, I guess from there, we can move on, talk about the NBA season. I know we kind of got through the NFL quick there, but like I said, NBA is here. Their regular season starting up. You know, we're big NBA fans, both of us playing basketball in high school on the same team. But, uh, yeah, so what we're going to do here, we're going to just go through a lot of predictions, a lot of teams here who we think are going to be you know, good, who's not, all that kind of stuff. Go through the awards. So we got about another half hour here, and we're going to try to get through everything. So we can start right at the top, just coming into the season. What team are you most excited to see? I know there's a lot of movement happening every year, so you can take it away. 
Yeah, so for me, I think the Lakers are going to be the most exciting team just to see how they mesh together. I think that's really going to be the, be the real key for them is, is their chemistry going to be what it needs to be in order to win a championship? Because obviously it looks great on paper what they have in Westbrook, LeBron, AD. But I don't know. AD still kind of makes me nervous. Watch, just watching him play, he doesn't play with that like physicality that I feel like he should sometimes. And I don't know. I feel like he could fade. And he's very obviously very injury prone. So with maybe with him in and out the lineup, I mean, maybe they can't find that chemistry that they need. So I think they're going to be the biggest, one of the biggest stories, obviously, because they're Los Angeles. So I think it's going to be fun to watch them. And if they are healthy and all, and they are clicking on, on all cylinders, I think it's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with the Lakers, obviously any team LeBron James on, there's always going to be tons of storylines. I'm sure that Lakers and the Nets definitely going to be the most talked about teams this year. And I'm with you. I can't wait to see what goes on there. See if Russ, LeBron, AD, if they can all mesh well, because if they can, especially with, you know, Kyrie Irving status, which we'll get into that a little later, but who knows that, you know, they could easily win this championship this year. But for me, I wanted to talk about the Warriors just for a little bit. Uh, it's been a long time now, but I'm awaiting the return of Klay Thompson getting back with Steph Curry, the Splash Bros. I think they're going to be good. Uh, I'm not sure if Klay Thompson – actually, I am sure that he's not ready for the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be there at some point. I think they're targeting like December, so we're not that far away. If that's the case, he'll play at least more than half the season, which would be good. And also, it's not just him that I'm excited for. This guy, Jordan Poole, man, I really think this guy could be like a third splash brother. Not saying that he's going to be, you know, as good as Steph and Clay, but he can be like a mini, a mini bro, you know, just coming in off the bench, hitting big shots. This guy can really fill it up, man. He was he was doing some things last year for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a great point. He, he could be in the running for six men of the year. Um He's shown, he's shown what he could do in preseason. I mean, he was he was bringing the moves out, man. He, he can dribble on you, dance on you, shoot the three on you. So, yeah, I think he's going to be an exciting piece for them. And, and yeah, if Klay Thompson can get back, I think the Warriors are going to be back to, like, that top four team, like a top four team in the West if they get to click in all, on all cylinders because I, I think they can do that because they can just shoot. They'll be, they'll be fine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and they also they got Draymond Green still, obviously. Uh, Wiseman's coming back right. off an injury, so yeah. we'll, we'll see if he, you know, can take another step forward off of what he did last year. He could but, be huge for them if he's healthy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he definitely has a lot of potential, a lot of talent. I like his game. But, yeah, I mean, the Western Conference is going to be just incredible like it always is. So, yeah, definitely excited to watch both of those teams. But we can move on, talk about some individual players. Now, I can just start on this one. There's just something happening here. I've found a new favorite player in the NBA. I'm ready to declare that after one tremendous rookie season. He might not be the best player in the league right now. Maybe he might not ever be, but I just love the way he plays. I love the big baller brand. That's LaMelo Ball. I don't even know if he's still with Big Baller Brand, but hey. I think he's with Puma. <laughs> hey, what? I'm with Puma now, too. That I'm rocking. <laughs> I'm going to get me some LaMelo Balls. Uh, this, I really think this dude's like just a superstar, man. Um, and just for my projection for him, I know a lot of places I look, they don't have him averaging 20 points. They got him just under that. Got him under eight assists. So I'm going to go with 22 points, eight assists. I think that's a, a good season. I know 22 is kind of a lot. Yeah. I try to go a little bold, but I think he can do I it, like man. It. I like it. I think he can do it, and I think they're going to take the reins off. Like He didn't start majority of the – well, at least at the beginning of the season for the first, like, 30 games. So I think there's definitely room for improvement on his numbers. Yeah. No, I, I think Lamelo. yeah, like you mentioned, he's, he's going to be great. He's, he's, a, he's a box office kind of player. You're just going to want to watch him play. And 
you never know. The Hornets might actually be all right if they can stay healthy and they, they still got Scary Terry, a couple, couple good players in their squad. So, yeah, I think he could lead them. And I think he, he's, a, he's a good, smart player, and he's, he's looking to pass, but he can, he can get his bucket because he's a 6'7 point guard, 6'8 maybe. I don't know. So Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm excited to see it for sure. But what about you? For what, what player are you excited to see this year? Yeah, so for me, I've been talking about this guy for a while. I still bring him up. Michael Porter Jr. signed a huge extension with the Nuggets, worth over 205 mil. So, man, I, I think he's going to have a breakout scoring season. I got him going for at least 24 a game, man. 24 a game, a little bit under eight rebounds, and about 3.9 assists. I think he's going to be special. I think this – I don't know if he's going to live up to this contract because, you know, I mean, he hasn't really proven too much. But, hey, the Nuggets see something in him. They, they probably believe he can be that elite scorer um, on the wing. And, I mean, dude's 6'10 with a, a, a pretty much pitcher-perfect jump shot. So, I, I like MPJ this uh, season. And, and the Nuggets are a, a great team, too, so I think he'll thrive and he'll get a lot of recognition. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I like that a lot, especially Jamal Murray is going to be out for – maybe the majority of the season. Right. MPJ, like last year, he's going to have to step up, be that second option behind Jokic. And I think he can do it. You, like you said, 6'10 guy, he can shoot it. He, he's got a little bit of handle. Uh, I, would, I, I would like to see him play a little bit more defense, but, yeah. you know, he's young. I think as guys get older, they just kind of figure out more, like, where they need to be and stuff. And get in the weight room a little bit longer. Yeah. Start to grow into their body. Yeah. But, yeah, just from a talent perspective, he's got all the talent in the world and it looks like he's going to get the opportunity. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching him. Yeah, dude, I, I, love, I love this guy's jump shot, man. It, is so, it looks so pretty when he shoots it. Yeah, honestly, man, like I was trying to think of a comparison to him, you know, somebody that big that, that can really play on the perimeter like that. And the only guy I can really think of that can shoot that well is like, KD and now I know that, like, it's different style a little bit but hey man I don't I don't see why I don't see why not right but yeah we can move on talk about some teams we think are going to be disappointing this year um I guess I can let you start with that who do you think is going to disappoint the most it's my surprise a lot of y'all I think the Nets are going to disappoint y'all again. Whoever is a Nets fan out there, they don't don't think everything is sweet. They might disappoint y'all again. See, now their standard is the finals, nothing less than that. So last year, everyone wants to give Kevin Durant all of this credit. Oh, he played so great. It was still the second round, man. I, I don't know how people are just ignoring that fact. But I I, I don't know, man. I with, with the Kyrie Irving drama and possibly messing up the chemistry of the team just a little bit. They're expecting him to be there. He's not there for him. I mean, James Harden and Kevin Durant, don't get me wrong. They're, they're amazing. And James Harden is looking like a point guy. Like he's getting 14 assists in 30 minutes in preseason. So I'm not, I'm not dismissing them completely, but Hey man, if they don't win the championship again, that, that's two years in a row. And Hey, that, that, that's a disappointment to me. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. If they don't win the championship, it'll definitely be a disappointment. But we'll see. And that, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a hit on their legacies too, man. Because hey, they they got they got all these players in their prime, so they need they need to be able to get it done. And and honestly, I I just don't think their defense is gonna be up to par for a lot of like I just don't. When they run into a big team, I think they're gonna run into some trouble. We shall see. I mean. I won't give away any of my predictions for later, but I I still like the Nets. <laughs> All right. For me, uh, a team I think is going to be really disappointing, Portland Trailblazers. Now, I know people don't really expect them to win the championship or anything like that, but most places I've seen had them, you know, around four through six in the West. And I just don't see that. I think, you know, at best, this team's like a seven seed, which with the new format, puts them in the play-in game. So I, I think this is a play-in team. Uh, they obviously have Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum. Those guys can ball, but it's just the same thing as, you know, years it past. Is. And they've been down there before. And they lost Melo, who I thought was 
solid role player. Um, so we'll see. I, I just don't like the Blazers this year at all. Yeah, that, that, that's a – I feel like they, they sometimes underachieve quite a bit. I mean, they've constantly been there. But, I mean, that, that could be on, the, on their organization too. I mean, they're not getting the players to support Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. So I think that plays in a part of it. But, yeah, I mean, Damian Lillard can get him there, but he can't – he's not going to win him like the series that he probably shouldn't win. He's just right. not that guy. So, yeah, I, I, I like that pick. Um, yeah. 100%, man. I mean, we'll see what happens, though. Like I said, I'm, I'm still not going to count them out, though, because Dame is – he's great. They can win a lot of games in regular season if he hit, if he heats up. So, we'll see. Now, we can move to the other side of that coin and talk about teams we think are going to exceed expectations. I guess I'll go first on this one. Kind of goes along with my favorite player, LaMelo Ball. But, yeah, I think the Hornets are a playoff team. Led by LaMelo. I think they got some good talent. I think Terry Rozier is solid there. P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges. Like, these guys aren't the greatest players, but they can get things done. Gordon Hayward can score. Um, you know, I, I, like, I really think they're going to be good. The f- main projection site I use, uh, 538, they project for, like, every sport. They project presidential elections, all kind of things. But they got the Hornets coming in 12th in the East. And... Nah, I, I, I got them at least making the playoffs. At, at least a play-in spot. Like, this, they got some talent, man. They do. But the East, the East is, real, is, is good, though. The East is good. Eh, I don't know. I mean, they can, they can get past some teams, like the Wizards and the Pacers. And yeah. They, they can get above these teams, I think. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, for me, I think the Bulls, I think they made a lot of great moves in the last two years. Uh, we're getting Vucevic uh, last season, um, and now they've added Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan. So I think this is a, a stellar a stellar starter lineup, starting lineup, excuse me. And then with Alex Caruso coming off the bench, I like the energy he brings, and um, I think he, he earned his contract uh, from how he played when he was on the Lakers. So I think they're going to be a really solid team at – their interior defense is still going to be a little suspect to me. I don't think Vucevic is that kind of defender, but he, he's definitely a great offensive center. So just by that and just all the scores they have, and Zach Levine, is, he, he's a scorer. And I think he's going to probably be around like 25 points per game just because of the shooting is going to get, you know, dispersed a little bit more. But I think he's going to be around 25 points per game. DeRozan's probably going to be around 21. Uh, Lonzo's going to just be the distributor and score when he needs to in certain games. So. I like the Bulls, man. I think they could get like a um, maybe six seed, fifth seed at best. I like that pick, man. I, I really thought about putting them as one of the teams I'm most excited to see this year because, like you said, you pretty much covered it all, but they got box office, they got dunkers, they got shooters, they got veterans, they got young guys. So I, I really like the makeup of their team there. And, you know, we just got to see if they put it all together. A lot of these guys, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, Vucevic, uh, they've never really been on winning teams. So, you know, we got to see if they can come together and, you know, get wins. But I really do like yeah. that pick. That's a good point. And it, it just looks it looks good on paper. So we'll see if it, it looks good when they actually play. Yeah, they were good in 2K the other day. I was using them. I'll say that. Hey, they're my tier 2 2K team, the guys. <laughs> For those yes, of y'all 2K fans, hey. Eh? Use the Bulls when you're in the tier two rounds. <laughs> definitely, definitely. They got DeMar DeRozan shooting too well. <laughs> he was knocked down from the corner three, man. <laughs> hey, don't, don't mention it too much. True, true, no, true. no patches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, yeah, we can move off of there, talk about some of these awards for the season. I always like doing these just – and then at the end of the year, kind of going back, seeing what we picked and stuff. But we can start with the rookie of the year. I know we probably both got the same guy, but I'll let you say it. <laughs> Who you got? Yeah. I mean, I like like a few players that we mentioned in this podcast. I've talked about this player a lot. Even back when he was in high school, I just he he just looked like he could be that guy. And uh, that's Jalen Green on the Rockets. I think he's the most box office player. I mean, it wasn't even a play that really like it's it's exciting in basketball, but in one of the last preseason games, he just caught a pass and just jumped like 
it, it looked like he just had a 40 yeah. inch vertical and just mossed it with one hand. So, I mean, he, he's just going to be that exciting player to watch. He's, he's a scorer. So yeah, I think he's going to be the best. And I think he should have went number one overall personally, but that's just my thought. Yeah. Just a hundred percent agree with everything you said. Uh, we, we even compared him and Katie Cunningham a few weeks back, I guess on one of our episodes and, yeah, we, we're both in the Jalen Green camp. I think he's going to be a star. He's Like you said, he can just score so well. It's 20 a game? You think he can get 20 a game? See, I think he can do it, but I think his percentage is going to be pretty low. Probably like, like 43-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, that that's probably sounds about right. I would I wouldn't be surprised if it was even lower than that. Yeah. Yeah, but we can move off that, talk about the sixth man of the year. This one's always tough for me because it's like you never know who's going to be getting those big minutes off the bench right. like that, how teams are going to use players. But for me, I'm just going to go with the guy who I think can get really hot, and especially if he can start putting up you know, points off the bench like he did a couple years ago in the bubble. I think he could win, and that's Tyler Hero from the Miami Heat. Uh, he had a down year last year for sure. I think he might have been feeling himself a little bit too much after that run yeah. in the bubble. Uh, people started talking about him, you know, hanging out with Jack Harlow and stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think he, you know, this summer, I'm hoping at least for his sake that he rededicated himself, got back in the gym, and he's looked pretty good in these preseason games. So I'm rolling with Hero. Yeah, but did, did you see what he said though? He said, I think I don't want to like pair like just paraphrasing because I don't know the exact words, but he he said um he's in the class of like Trey Young, like Luka Doncic and like some of those some of the did you see that? Yeah, oh yeah, I did I actually did see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, like he's ah, bugging. Bro. Like, <laughs> chill, chill, bro. You're not there yet. You're not there yet. I like the confidence though, but yeah, he, yeah. he's 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 a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so for me, for the six man, like you said, this this was kind of hard, and I kind of just wanted to revert back to picking Jordan Clarkson and Jordan Clarkson again on the Jazz because I felt like he's probably just the best player that's coming off the bench, and he's just a bucket getter. Um, you know, but he's you know, shoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, he's when he gets in, he's first time he touches the ball, he's gonna get one up there. So, but but I actually went with Patty Mills uh, for the Nets. I feel like he's gonna be able to come in just. You know, if if Kyrie isn't playing, I think he's going to be getting a lot of a lot of minutes. He's going to be able to get a lot of open shots, and he's a great he's a good shooter. I mean, we've seen him in the system in, in San Antonio for all these years, and even when he plays for Team Australia, I mean, he's he's a baller. So uh, if he does come off the bench, I I, I got Patty Mills, six man of the year, Sli- kind of sleeper because no one really talks about him too much. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Like you said, it's a big sleeper that wouldn't be a bad thing you know toss a couple of dollars on you know your betting service or whatever yeah It'd probably be a huge payout if it actually comes true oh yeah like you said you gave some good reasons i actually think that's doable um he's he's looked good <laughs> like, he's looked good i don't know how else to say I'm, i i was excited about the patty mills pickup uh you know spoiler alert but i'll talk about it in a little <laughs> But, yeah, we can move on. Uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, this one was tough for me. But I didn't want to just go with Rudy Gobert. It, it's, like, the easy choice. Obviously, he blocks a lot of shots. He's known for his defense. So, I mean, if I, if I like, had to pick, I would probably go with him. But just to give another name, Bam Adebayo of the Heat. I just realized that I'm putting a lot of Heat players in this, but – <laughs> I think they're going to be better this year. I think with Jimmy Butler getting Kyle Lowry, I think the team defense is going to be a lot better. And I think he's just a Swiss Army knife on defense. He averaged over a steal and a block last year. So I think he can do it again, maybe improve those a little bit. Maybe, you know, Rudy Gobert averaged a few less blocks or a little bit. And I think Bam can steal it. Yeah, I always think back when he blocked Jason Tatum. For that game, I can't remember if it was game time or game winning, but in the bubble, that that block was just amazing. Just yeah, that was one of the, the best blocks I've ever seen. Yeah, but yeah, for me, I'm gonna kind of go with the obvious 
choices. He's going to be up in the top three for sure. I'm going with Giannis. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I got Giannis going crazy this season. Probably going to be PR King. Um, didn't really – didn't lose too much off the team this season. I know P.J. Tucker's not there anymore, but he's still the, pretty much the main guy. And what he does on defense is pretty incredible. He get, he get, and, and the crazy thing is he actually gets dunked on quite a bit, but – Man doesn't he doesn't care, man. He's just out there hooping. He's gonna try and block the shot. If he gets there, he gets there. If he doesn't, oh well, just run back. You better get me on offense. So I got Giannis again, man. And his chase downs in the finals were it was just insane. Yeah, definitely a great pick. No, we've seen him do it before. He's a stud, man. Just can't even say enough about him for sure. But we can move on to the the big one, the MVP award. Uh, obviously, this award changes legacies. You know, people use this a lot in debate. So, the, you know, this MVP could be huge this year, could change things for some people. I'll let you go first. Who you got winning it all? Hey, go with this. I just spoke about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Dude probably going to average 29 13 and a half rebounds, probably six assists, probably over a block, probably a steal, and probably the best record in the East, if not second in the East. So, I mean, it, you just – you can't deny his numbers. And he's probably going to shoot around 55% from the field for the whole season. Um, I think his free throw shooting is going to get better, um, or at least maybe keep it in the 70s. That, that's good. That's good enough. Um, so, yeah, Giannis for MVP. Dude, dude my – I was, he might thrust himself up there in the all-time list, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good point. Like, if he wins another MVP, and I was going to bring this up, but have you seen the way he's been shooting in the preseason? Um, <laughs> he's looking <laughs> great. Like, he's looking even better than he did last year in the finals. Now, obviously, you know, it's the preseason. The defense yeah. isn't as intense as the NBA finals or anything, but. He's knocking down threes, mid-range. Uh, he's not taking drip, 15 seconds drip. at the free throw line. He's just stepping up, just knocking it down. Um, he's looking scary, man. He was only 26. That's what I feel like people think he's like 30. He was 26. So yeah, he's yeah, that's that's crazy. Even when you said that, I even I, I didn't think he was 30 yet, but I Definitely didn't think he was 26. 20, 27, at, 27 at the oldest, but still, that's pretty young for as long as he's been the lead. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For me, I'm going with Steph Curry, the little like assassin <laughs> from Golden State. We all know him. We all love him. Two-time MVP. Only unanimous MVP. I love saying that just to make, make a couple people mad. But... <laughs> MJ can do it. Then. I don't know who could. Only Steph. But now, in all serious though, in all seriousness though, I, I talked about it a little bit earlier with Clay Thompson coming back. I think that's going to take some of the defensive attention off of him. I think they got other guys on the team that can score a little bit better than they had last year. Still got Wiggins, who you know he doesn't get talked about, but that's a good 18 points a game. Just to you know, at least they got to respect him. So. Steph got Curry, Iguodala back. yeah, Iguodala, Draymond Green in there, that experience, knowing how to get Steph Curry open. I think it's going to go good from this year. I could easily see him maybe leading the NBA in scoring. Definitely going to be yeah. making the most threes. That's like a given at this point. Um, yeah, it's not even close. And, yeah, I think if they win enough games, you know, get a top three or four seed in the West, I think – He'll have the numbers. He'll at least be in the conversation. Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, he was pretty much – he could have had a great argument for last year, average 32. But, I mean, his team, his his record just probably wasn't there. But, yeah, I think they're going to be better this season. I mean, he was pretty much just a, a lone wolf last year, just kind of going out there and just carrying – getting triple teamed and still getting 30 points. So, yeah, I mean, his, his scoring is going to be there. Like you mentioned, we're, we're going to talk about this. Uh, he's going to be in the conversation that we have next week for sure um, as the best scorer. So um, I, I, I think that's a great pick. And like you said, if they do get like a high seed, he's definitely going to be in consideration because I still think he's in his prime and he's literally unguardable. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, just we've seen it before. When you can shoot like that, it's just it's too much of a weapon. But yeah, I guess from there we can talk about the NBA finals, what two teams we think are gonna make it, maybe give our prediction. Uh, I'll let you choose. Do you want to go first or do you want me to give my prediction you, first? You take it this time. All right, for me, this is tough because, you know, before all this vaccination news and, you know, Kyrie Irving, and we talked about that last week, so I'm not really going to get into that. I, I was going to come, you know, and make the caveat, like if he plays, then they'll win. But I'm not even going to do that. I still think that the Nets – even without Kyrie Irving, can win the championship. Obviously, they didn't have Kyrie Irving in the playoffs last year, but I didn't think they really had James Harden either. He was hurt, hamstring, couldn't couldn't really move. You could see it. At least I could yeah. see it. I know some people yeah, said yeah. that he would, he just choked, which I don't really agree he, with. He's choked he many times, that. but he was he was missing open shots. Though. I mean, I know it's the hammy, and like maybe you can't do everything on defense, but do is breaking shots, man. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll see. I like I said, I gotta put my I gotta put my faith in James Harden in this one. One that him and KD can stay healthy. That's probably the scariest bet for me right now. But if I think if they're out there, at least in the East, I think it, the only team that could beat them is the Bucks. So I think they got a good shot. At it. I think they can still do it. And then especially, you know, news could change, things could change. I don't know what might change, but if Kyrie Irving plays then I think it's a slam dunk. So, yeah, give me the Nets. And I guess I'll, I'll pick them beating the Lakers coming out of the West because I just, I don't know, three superstars, it's hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to switch it up, pick something a little bit different, even though it's not really crazy. I'm going to go with the Lakers versus the Bucks. I don't know. I think the Bucks. I think they, I think this, I think this championship that they won this past year helped them with their chemistry. I think that's going to be huge. And, with Giannis, it seems to be that he's still improving. Um, he's going to be a terror. So I think they're still going to be there. And, and we all know they can play defense. They have a lot of defenders. They have DiVincenzo back this season. You can take DiVincenzo for what he is. I mean, he's nothing crazy, but, I mean, he's a starter. So he'll, he'll be back this season. Um, and then I think the Lakers in the West, I mean, like you mentioned, three superstars, How it's, it's hard to pick against them. And with, just with the experience. And, and here's a kicker for me, for the Lakers. I think they have the best bench. I know they're a little old still, but I mean, their bench is deep, man. Even if they get in a little bit of injury trouble throughout the season, like they have guys that can come in and fill that role, I think, pretty easily, more than those other teams. Like, I mean, like you said, for the Nets, like if they can't stay healthy, if Kevin Durant's dealing with injuries or James Harden, I mean, they're kind of, they're, they're, they're dried a little bit thin. I mean, they have, they have some players, but we know Joe Harris isn't going to be out there, going to, can't step it up. And, and if Kyle, yeah, See, Ky and, yeah and, and Kyrie Irving, he's going to be huge, man, because he 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 can, he's that he's obviously a difference maker. I mean, he's a superstar scorer, and just having three of the three superstar scores that's huge. And if he's not there, I mean, he's he's leaving them dry if they get hurt and stuff. And he's he's injury prone himself, so I mean, it. I think they I think they have a lot of problems to deal with if stuff doesn't go right, which seems to be likely to happen to almost any team any given season. So. For that reason, I'm going to take the Lakers winning versus the Bucks. Lakers in six. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't necessarily disagree with, with anything you said. I think it's going to be an uphill climb now for the Nets. It's, it's definitely not ideal, the situation. You know, so we just got to see what happens. I'm just excited to see them get out there. Like I said, KD and Harden – at least in the regular season, that should definitely be enough to hold it down, get oh, yeah, a top for sure. top three seed. Uh, and should then from there, two. yeah, from there, I mean, I, th I think they can beat anybody. We'll see. That we will. Hopefully, we get to see it. You know, it's been a rough few months, COVID and everything, but we're 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 getting through. Everything's going well. It seems like in all the rest of the leagues. Everything seemed to go well last year. So we're pushing on getting to the NBA season. Tuesday is going to be a great night. So if you got any takes on the NBA season, want to wrap it up with us, 
want to hear our opinion on anything, follow us on Instagram, AVG Sports Nerds, TikTok at AVG Sports Nerds. We're always chatting with somebody, getting in sports arguments and debates. So hit us up over there. Let us know what we missed on our NBA preview. And from there, I mean, just before we get out of here, I wanted to give a couple quick updates, shout out some teams that are doing some big things. Starting the WNBA, sticking on the basketball tip here. Got to show these ladies some love. Chicago Sky winning the WNBA championship earlier today, beating the Phoenix Mercury three, one, three games to one, winning game four, 80 to 74. Uh, Kalea Copper mentioned her on the last couple episodes we've had, actually, but she took home the finals MVP. She's had a great season, along with Candace Parker winning another championship, just adding to her incredible resume. Um, yeah. You got any thoughts on this one? Did you catch this? Yeah. Yeah. Candace Parker might be the, she might be the quote, the greatest woman of all time. Hey, I haven't but- heard that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's amazing for her. She, I think she's from Chicago, so that that's great that she yeah. won for her hometown. And I saw like the emotion she had after she won uh, the finals with her team. So that yeah, that was amazing. And, and like you mentioned, Copper. Um, looking at some of her stats in the postseason, so they got her at, at eight over eighteen a game on fifty three percent. So clearly, she was out there balling. She she couldn't be stopped. And yeah, a good series for them. That's exciting. It's it's good to see that. I think the WNBA is getting a little bit more recognition because I mean, these girls obviously can't do what NBA players can do, but they're still out there who've been a lot of people can't do better than that anyway. So like, I think people should appreciate them more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and to that point, like if you haven't seen a game in five, six years, don't be like me. Cause I was always like, Oh man, like WNBA is terrible. Like, but I turned on a game by accident and you know, it was just on, and I kind of looked up and I started watching some plays and I was like, these ladies have got like this league has gotten a lot better in the last four or five years. Like yeah. they're balling out there. So I'm going to keep following it in the next year. Hopefully our hometown Washington Mystics can step up. They're usually pretty good. So we'll see what happens there. But I, I did just want to give them some recognition for sure. But yeah, moving off that. Give the college football scores real quick for the week. Number 24, San Diego State beats San Jose State 19-13 in double overtime. Whatever. Uh, number one, Georgia beat number 11, Kentucky 30-13. to Georgia's the best team in the country right now. I think it's pretty clear. Uh, Purdue upset number two, Iowa 24-7. Uh, just a terrible game for Iowa. They just Seven didn't points. show up. Yeah, I thought they were overrated coming in anyways, but so they're, they're definitely moving down now. Oh, yeah. Uh, number 12, Oklahoma State beat number 25, Texas, 32 to 24. Oklahoma State's actually 6-0, and so maybe a team to watch out for there. Uh, Auburn upset number 17, Arkansas, 38 to 23. Uh, Arkansas sliding down, another team that probably overrated uh utah upset arizona state 35 21 baylor upset byu i don't know what happened to my score here but baylor baylor won that game for sure (laughs) sorry and then lsu upset number 20 florida 40 49 to 42 so crazy games a lot of those yeah i was gonna say a lot of those lower ranked teams they got upset so We'll see. I think it's just going to end up being Georgia versus Alabama for the championship. Even if they play in the SEC championship, they might just play again in a couple of weeks for the national championship because right. nobody else is worthy right now. But then, yeah, I mean, the last sport to talk about here, just because it's playoffs, that's baseball. Uh, the division series wrapped up. If you watch my YouTube video I put out last week on our channel, you would realize that I didn't get – I got one of these series correct. So, shout out to me for that. Um, <laughs> but I got the other three wrong. So, Red Sox beat the Rays. 
3-1 in their series. Astros took down the White Sox 3-1. The Braves beat the Brewers 3-1. And then the, the one I actually got right, the Dodgers took down the Giants 3-2. Game 5 ended on a kind of controversial call. So that was some exciting baseball going on there. Championship series is going on now. Red Sox, Astros at 1-1, heading back to Boston. And then you got the Braves up 1-0 right now on the Dodgers. And they're currently playing. Uh, I don't have this score in front of me, but yeah, we'll see. I still think the Dodgers going to pull that out against the Braves. And then just for a pick and the other one, I think the Astros have the better team, but I don't want to root for them. So I'm hoping the Red Sox can pull that one out. Definitely. But yeah, from there, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on before we get out of here? Uh, not too much. I w- we're trying to give some UFC updates, but not too much going on there. But there are some great fights coming up. I know um, Leon Edwards uh, and Jorge Masvidal, um, I think they signed a contract, so they're going to fight in the, in the near future. Um, and this one's going to have a lot of bad blood in it because they had a back um, – a couple years ago, these two fighters had a backstage incident. One of them got punched in the face backstage. So I think this is one's been kind of like – Bowling over, and now it's, uh, it's finally happening between uh, two of the top welterweights in the division. So it's a fight to look out for in the future, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. I can't wait to see that one. We'll probably talk about it on here for sure. But, yeah, I mean, from there, next week we're going to be talking about who's the best scorer in the NBA. We mentioned it a little bit. But come back Sunday, 830 every week. We're going to be live on YouTube here. As far as other stuff goes, I am going to put out, or I should say we are going to be putting out some more stuff on Instagram, doing some polls. If you got any topics you want us to cover on any future episodes, any debates you think need to be had, let us know. I'm going to put a little chat box, you know, recommendations. So let us know. Always looking for feedback. Any feedback right now is good. Follow us on the platforms. And yeah, just keep nerding it up.